Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 93 The Lord is king, he is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed, he is girded with strength. He has established the world and shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old, you are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord, the floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. More majestic than the thunders of mighty waters, more majestic than the waves of the sea. Majestic on high is the Lord. Your decrees are very sure. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 21. You shall put these words of mine in your heart and soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and fix them as an emblem on your forehead. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land that the Lord swore to your ancestors to give them, as long as the heavens are above the earth. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verses 19 and 20. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and proclaimed the good news everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by the signs that accompanied them. Good morning and welcome to the sixth Wednesday of Eastertide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. This morning's very, very brief reading comes to us from Psalm 93, Deuteronomy 11, and Mark 16. Um, but this morning is also a feast day for uh, a small but really interesting pair of soldier saints by the name of Nereus and Achilles. And Nereus and Achilles, um, it's kind of hard to pin down their story. Um, the the scholarly um, kind of consensus is that they weren't necessarily soldier saints. They don't think that they weren't, um, but they focus on um, this this crypt that they are buried in, or that was discovered or or uh, used um, by this prominent Christian family, um, uh, the matriarch of which is her name is. Uh, Domitia, I think. And Domitia, in, um, around the time of the persecutions, around th- the 300s, she purchases a large tract of land along the Apian Way via Apia. And uh, this land she turns into a Christian cemetery. Um, and the uh, Domitian crypt, um, I think her name is Flavius Domitia, um, 
it has uh, both uh, pagan and Christian uh, tombs, but mostly Christian, and um, it's its importance rests on it being like highly decorated, um, you know, that, and I think there's like a thousand, you know, bodies in there. Um, and one of the, um, one of the crypts in there is dedicated to Nereus and Achilles. Um, and so the popular slash scholarly story is that they were chambermaids of, uh, Domitia. Um, and, uh, so they they had some kind of connection to this rich Christian woman who bought this cemetery and they're buried there. I mean that's the that's the verifiable story. Um, the uh, uh, until just recently, I should say, when this scholarly kind of opinion uh, arose, it was taken as fact that Nereus and Achilles were soldier saints, and that's because. Um, in the year, uh, in the late 500s, a pope by the name of Pope Damasus went through the Domitian um, crypt and um, memorialized a bunch of the, the people and uh, bodies laying there. And to Nereus and Achilles, he gave like a little description um, that um, has them as soldier saints. And because it was, you know, a couple hundred years after they were actually buried there, you know, that we're not, you know, it's, that that's where the scholarly popular kind of opinion came about is that, look, you know, Damasus probably just wanted, or, well, we know that Damasus really um, popularized the cult of the saints. Um, long after the, the age of martyrs, you know, it kind of waxed and waned, and Damasus is one of them that really wanted Christians to, um, focus on and, and understand their own history. And um, to do that, um, he went around promoting the cults of the saints. And so he goes through and he has, I don't even know, hundreds maybe of memorial tablets in Domitian's or uh, in, the, in the crypt um, with, you know, kind of varying degrees of accuracy. But he remembers... Nereus and Achilles as soldier saints. But the story that he gives um, is, it's almost like cookie-cutter soldier saint stuff. Like, they served under the emperor, um, they were outed in some way, they kind of put up with being in the army, then they were outed, they were told to sacrifice to idols or whatever, and they didn't, and they are killed, and then they're buried here. Um, and that's literally like the the basic story of several of the soldier saints and there's some variations but like that's the that's the backbone narrative um and so scholars don't really think that damasus knew anything about nereus and achilles he just you know that was one of the stories of the saints that he had at his disposal and he decided to put it on nereus and achilles and so that was um and that that was in fact damasus's memorial tablet was the first um, the earliest historical reference to any kind of story about them other than just their name. Um, because the, the, um, before he wrote this little story on the tablet, the only thing that it said was buried here are Neri and Achille in Via Appia on the Appian Way. 
just their name, and that they're buried there. And he added the soldier saint stuff. Um, and then later, as more excavations and historical research is done in the 19th and 20th centuries, that's when people are like, mm, we this kind of looks like uh, he's kind of cut and pasted from other cut and pasted from their stories, and um, you know, maybe that that's not so reliable. Um, but again, the earliest historical reference does make them out to be soldier saints, um, and they are this you know kind of um, bedrock kind of uh, kernel of the story of soldier saints. Um, and clearly that's like the story by the 6th century or 7th century. That's kind of the story that they, that the church, even a pope, uh, understands about um, soldiers in the, in the church. Um, and so it may or may not be historically reliable, even though it's the earliest reference. It does show how um, kind of second nature or like how, how relatable that core story was to regular Christians and, and even the highest ranking kind of Christians. Um, and so we don't know all that much about them. Um, other soldier saints that come in pairs besides David and Jonathan are um, Sergius and Bacchus, uh, Juventinus and Maximinus. So there, it's not uncommon to have pairs. Um, and uh, Nereus and Achilles, um, you know, wh- whoever they were, in real life, they came to embody for hundreds of years, you know, this kind of um, trope, um, not necessarily a negative trope, but a trope about soldier saints um, that um, was clearly something that Pope Damasus wanted to um, kind of keep going and maintain. Um, you know, who knows why? I, I have no idea, but um, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't, you know, foreign to Damasus um, to to know that this was one of the the tropes, the stories that were told over and over again. Um, that uh, you know, the church had members in in the military. You know, it was common. Um, and so, if nothing else, the the kind of routine or you know, kind of cookie cutter nature of their story, at the very least. Uh, reminds us that you know soldiers are also kind of routine and mundane in the, in the church, that they aren't you know special. They aren't like you know special um, class of sinner or saint. Well, I mean they're they're only special in the in the sense that there's a distinct you know way in which our lives as soldiers and veterans fit into the church. Um, but we've always been members. We've always been a part of the traditions and stories and rituals um, that Christians have told about themselves for hundreds and hundreds of years. Prayer for those in the armed forces of our country from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, we commend to your gracious care and keeping all the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad. Defend them day by day with your heavenly grace. Strengthen them in their trials and temptations. Give them courage to face the perils which beset them, and grant them a sense of your abiding presence wherever they may be. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. 
Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.